Haze and Aloha. Welcome to Spiritual Kind Things. I'm your host, Kehao Paulo. Some of you guys might know me as Mother Earth. Welcome to my sacred space on the World Wide Web. I'm a work from home, Wahinepreneur, with a certification as a metaphysical practitioner specializing in mana medicine and tarot. Join me every weekday as I'll be sharing my unfiltered mana'o from an eclectic Hawaiian spiritual perspective and talking about everything from modern sidereal astrology to mindset. is the part of my show that I call Astro Today, where I spill all the cosmic tea and what's happening astrologically. Today, the sun is going to be in a trine with Jupiter, who is retrograde. So instead of this being an easy aspect, I consider it like a hard aspect, okay? Because Jupiter is over there acting up. So um, Jupiter, who is known as Guru in Vedic astrology, which is very similar to um, Sidereal, um, because they utilize the, the live sky, okay? So where the planets actually are in the sky outside of your door, okay? Not like Western astrology, where it's like where the planets would have been back in like 2 CE. That was the last time before it started switching. So anyway, um, what was I saying? Yeah, so the reason why I brought up Guru is because the moon is going to be transiting or entering into Sagittarius later on this evening 9 40 p.m mauna time so 5 40 for you guys that isn't that you can do the conversion for transit or yeah when a planet like enters into a sign um or aspects another planet but not for the rising and the setting of the moon it just doesn't work okay you have to go and look that up but um what was i saying yeah so the moon is going to enter to sagittarius and jupiter or guru is the ruler of sagittarius so when you have the sun and Jupiter and they're not really getting along because of this hard aspect, um, it tells me that there's something about being a little overly optimistic and taking on things that maybe you can't, you can't take on right now or doing things that maybe you just shouldn't be doing. So just be very mindful of that. Um, Venus is also going to be in an opposition with Pluto. So this, this is telling me there's going to be like power plays, um, in relationships. So after you guys just had this good oof, <laughs> I fucking sick of myself. Then you, you guys might, you know, maybe somebody's being a little possessive. Like, no, I don't want you to go out, like stay in again or something like that. And your, your boyfriend is like, I want to go out with the boys or, you know, whatever, right? Like they want to do their own thing. And here's the thing, when the moon is in Sagittarius, Sagittarius energy is, it's the horse and it likes its freedom. It doesn't want anybody telling him shit. Like he doesn't want to be told what to do. He doesn't want anybody imposing on his freedom or telling him how he should think because he has his own beliefs. And, um with that venus and pluto aspect there it's like a power player it's like it's a tug of war with that energy they're in they're up they're directly across each other so their energies are kind of like pulling at each other and so it's it's like that right it's like i don't know like one person wants this but the other person wants this but you know what you guys need to do is just compromise okay um, and you know, there might be something where it's like one of, one of the people are doing something that they maybe shouldn't do, right? Because that, that saggy, saggy Jupiter in, in retrograde energy 
um, you know, where it's like, ah, I want to be, I want to go and play and I want to go and, you know, be my free spirited self and just, you know, sometimes they get a little reckless. I ain't going to lie, Sag. They're reckless and, and they usually get reckless when they're restless. Okay. So there's that. And, and another thing is too, people become very blunt when the moon is in Sagittarius. So if you're imposing on what they feel is their personal freedom or imposing your beliefs on what their beliefs are or whatever, like shoving it down their throat or whatever, they're going to freaking tell you the truth. Like they're going to give it. They're going to tell you all about yourself. So just don't like, let's not, let's just not do it. You know what I mean? They're fiery. Um, and so when the moon is in there, the moon governs our emotions and how we feel. And so there could be people like coming out of their face and telling you all about yourself, you know, or whatever. So just try to avoid that. Try not to get into arguments. Um, and be just, you know, sometimes you just got to laugh it off, you know, and just be like, Oh, you want to argue today? I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not about that. Um, and it's like silly, you know what I mean? Uh, what else? I want to say that's pretty much it for that. Okay. Now somebody asked me to start incorporating how I used to do with the different categories for each Pomahina, like love relationships, and then talk about housework on a specific day, you know, for the specific day and business and money things and dreams and health and all that stuff. So I'm going to try it. It makes it longer, <laughs> but we'll try. I feel like I have the energy for this right now. So, um, it is still, um, the moon is still a kua right now, right? So hopefully you stayed home last night, didn't bring home any unwanted spirit friends or attachments. Um, but tonight when she rises again in the sky, for me, it's going to be at like 8.23 PM Mauna time. So you got to look it up for yourself. Yeah. Timeanddate.com or home Kapono is really good. Um, she's going to be hoku. Okay. So that's not going to be until tomorrow, really. So I'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow. I'll make sure I get on here early and make sure my, my episodes up in the morning. But, um, Akua for the, so this is the 14th moon night when you, when she's Akua and then Hoku is 15th. Okay. So for the 14th moon night, um, it is represented by a, a trumpet remember right I was talking about that yesterday and it's like a rise to the occasion this is a day when you want to like handle your kuleana today make sure you're not being lazy um showing up for you know whatever your your I don't know what is it called your um the only word I can think of is kuleana like responsibilities like showing up for your responsibilities today and handling your shit um and it, and and to me the trumpet it reminds me of the judgment card whenever we have this day because it's like it's like um, a call to action and rising to the occasion in some type of way to handle that kuleana whatever it is. Now in loving relationships, a lot of people get depressed during this time. Um, so just you know, and they, and it's like they try to communicate with their loved one or whatever their partner, but they're not necessarily being super direct about it. Maybe they will today because the moon is actually in Sagittarius. But usually people kind of miss the details. Like they want to tell you something. They're hinting at something. So you need to be paying attention. But like I said, Moon is in Sag. They might just tell you. Um, housework. It, this is a good time to like you have the mana. You have the mana to put into cleaning your home and handling, like I said, kuleana. Taking care of cleaning the house, doing your chores. 
Um, this is going to free up space in your environment. So this is something that you need to do today is clean your house, okay? Um, business, money, I would say this is a good time to start anything important. Remember we talked about that yesterday. So if it comes to business or money, so handling your kuleana with your money, with your business, um, is good for entrepreneurs. Anything that you start today is going to be successful. And I put that in air quotes because what does success mean to you? Um, whatever you're working on is, is going to be, is, is going to create abundance for you like financially is what they believe and so it's good for like if you have a hobby or you have talents or some kind of ability it's good for developing those things on this day and then um applying that so like let's say you are an artist and you're learning a new painting technique and you start implementing that into your art and then you're selling it or something you're gonna make a lot of money um, is what they believe. Okay. If you do that today now, dreams, why, why is they don't really matter. Um, and this is the dreams that you, or the dream that you had last night. Okay. So, because that was, because when, by the time it comes to tonight, the moon is already going to be hoku, right? 15th moon night. So your dreams last night didn't really matter. It might've shown you hidden abilities that you have that you need to develop, but pretty much they don't really come true. It's nothing prophetic. And then health-wise, good for cleansing the body, eating almonds and salty foods. Um, you want to kind of stay away from bitter and sweet stuff. Diseases that start in this day are believed to be temporary. And you want to make sure that you um, like cleanse, allow your body to cleanse. So if you're into intermittent fasting or whatever, like do that. Or if you're on a like a juice cleanse or something. I mean, I guess you would do a juice cleanse. I don't really know. Some, see, I get mixed the kind for this pomahina because some believe that liquid, a lot of like drinking a lot of liquids isn't good. And then some tell you to do liquid cleanses. So it's really whatever resonates for you. Okay. And that's how my podcast always is. You take what resonates, you release the rest. Okay. So if not everything resonates, then it didn't apply to you. Okay. Um, what else? For the 14th Pomahina, this is also a time where the third eye has the possibility of opening up today is what is believed. If that's something you believe in, it's really good for, um, receiving secret knowledge and, um, learning, learning new things. You want to stay away, oh, excuse me, from manias, depression, don't strain your eyes, when the moon is in Sagittarius, be careful of the legs. You want to go hiking, go for long walks because the, that's what's vulnerable when this when the moon is in Sagittarius. Opposite of that is Gemini. So it's better for like breathing techniques like pranayama, um, Wim Hof method, if that's something that you're into because your lungs, that's Gemini, um, will be will have more manna than your legs. Your legs are weakened or vulnerable on, during this time. And that is what I got for you guys for Astro Tita. Daily Stoic for today um, is called The Long Way Around. And in this one, um, it's basically talking about how people are usually working towards some sort of goal 
um, to be famous, to become a millionaire, to get discovered, to um, achieve a certain position at work. And when you ask why they're doing that, it's usually because they want freedom or they want happiness or they want to feel seen by others or be res- feel like they're respected by by their peers and in a sense going after those things that they're going after by doing whatever the, it is that they're doing is kind of seen as the long way to achieve happiness and freedom because freedom comes from your choices happiness comes from your choices feeling seen by others or respected by others comes also by the choices that you make and that was mind-blowing for me because I've never thought of it that way like that's crazy right now I'm trying to be a successful quote-unquote successful beach body coach because I want to you know purchase a home but here's the thing we would have the money to do that I mean we, we we are saving right now for you know closing costs and all that jazz um and we're so close to getting there but if I weren't such a shopaholic which I honestly feel like I'm filling a void by doing that because I I always buy stuff, um, you know, especially with like Amazon and shit, you know, it's so easy to just shop. And when you have things like Afterpay or Klarna, whatever it's called, um, and you can do little payments, like I bought a bunch of Fenty makeup and I spent like 200 bucks and I just did my last payment on Sunday and then I went and bought shit from Huda Beauty it was her new like tint I I forgot what it's called Um, but I needed it even though I have a bathroom with a ton of makeup right now and I'm a saint makeup artist so it's like why am I buying that (laughs) it's ridiculous Um, but again filling a void but you know if I made better choices with money we would we could probably already be done and and do this, you know, and I would have that happiness and that freedom and be able to do all the DIY projects and make our house look like a little cottage, you know, like that's kind of like my goal is to make it look like a cottage, like cottage slash like um, kind of beachy vibes, you know, because I'm from Hawaii So I kind of want it to have the Islander look to it, yet kind of bohemian in a sense, sort of too. Like, I don't even know how to explain what I want. And then just plants. (laughs) I got the plants part. But anyways, um, yeah, today's Daily Stoic was pretty mind-blowing and yet so simple. I feel like we tend to just complicate things by doing the most like we were talking about yesterday (music) 
So it is time for Hui Puke, and we are reading The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, and we're on chapter three, What You Can Expect When You Use It. And it starts off with a quote by J.K. Rowling, It matters not what someone is born, but what they grow to be. It matters not what someone is born, but what they grow to be. Um, I don't know. I didn't really like that quote, <laughs> but... I don't know. Maybe it stands out to somebody else. Anyways. Okay. Let's see. So I'm trying to remember what happened here. Um, so she goes on to talk more about the whole concept of counting backwards and what does that do? And what it does is it mentally shifts the gears in your mind. You interrupt your default thinking and do what psychologists call quote, assert control, end quote. The counting distracts you from excuses and focuses your mind on moving in a new direction. And you know, when I first started meditating, I remember, um, I don't remember who or where I got this tip from, but there was a tip that I picked up from something or someone and it was to count while you're breathing, like count your inhale and, and count your exhale. So when you inhale, you say one in your head. And when you exhale, you say two. And you just kind of repeat that over and over. And I know it sounds kind of boring and crazy, but it helps to keep your mind focused on that breathing. And what happens to me, well, what ha- used to happen to me before when I first started meditating was I couldn't sit still. And my mind was thinking about all the things I need to do. And I'm sitting here meditating, you know, or doing nothing, you know. And I felt like, God, I can't do this. Like, I need to get up and, like, start moving. And when I tried that tip on counting my breath, um, it helped immensely with keeping me focused on the meditation and not thinking about my to-do list for the day, you know, so I could actually be present in my meditation and also setting a timer. So I would just do five minutes. Like that's how I started. Five minutes first thing in the morning, when I, right when I wake up, like go brush teeth and you know floss and whatever, mouthwash and scrape your tongue or whatever you do, oil pull and make shishi, wash hands and then get back in bed or go to your spot and then meditate for five minutes and set a timer. Setting a timer was huge because I knew that there was a timer. So it wasn't like I was just going to meditate my life my whole day away. You know, I knew five minutes. I even did that with um, when I first started reading personal development books was I would set a timer for 10 minutes and I would read for the 10 minutes. Even if I just read five pages in that 10 minutes or whatever, like I did 10 minutes because I and I and I wouldn't get distracted while reading because I knew I had a timer. So it wasn't like I was sitting there for hours and hours reading, you know. So I don't know if those things would help you, but I guess the counting, it does. It really distracts you um, and it helps you to focus in the now and what you're doing. I mean, I did get distracted at times where I'd be like, oh my goodness, I need to go feed the dog before she wakes up or, you know, put food in her bowl before she wakes up. And then I'm like, no, finish the meditation. You have a timer, count your breath, you know, and that helped. So anyway, um, uh, and then it's and then she said in researching this book, I discovered the rule 
is a starting ritual that activates the prefrontal cortex, helping you to change your behavior. So, you know, one thing I, I will say that I don't like about this book is there is a lot of repetition in the things that she says. Um, my sister has already dialed out. <laughs> like she's not even interested in the book anymore because to her, um, she thinks that Mel Robbins is just stretching it and and repeating herself a ton and and she doesn't care about what experiences other people has um so to her she's like yeah i already know what the rule is and i'm just gonna do it and that's what she's been doing um so and honestly i feel i feel the same way like i feel like it's very repetitive but i also feel like there's a reason i feel like um you know when you when you do things repet in a repetitive way um it's like you get into the habit of that or something. You get what I'm saying? So if you show up every single day at 6 a.m. for your five minute meditation and then you read 10 minutes after that, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna, you're gonna get into those habits of doing those things. And so the same thing with um, reading something and it being repetitive, it kind of like sticks a little more in your mind. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. That's what I think. I think there's a reason behind why she's being so repetitive with the things that she's saying. Um, so anyways, okay, let's see. Then she goes on to talk about, um, what else? I don't know. She talks about pushing herself, um, or, you know, we, us pushing ourselves, that's what we're doing when we use the rule. And then um, one thing I really liked was when she said the rule doesn't make things easy. It makes them happen. And like, that's so true, right? Because the work isn't always going to be like easy. But the hardest part is really getting you started, you know, to make it happen, getting you out of bed, getting you to push play, getting you, you know, to make a, a smart food choice. You know what I mean? So it makes it happen. So, yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy. Right. And then um, she said that the five second rule gave gave. Oh, wait, the five second rule gave them all what it had given me the framework, the courage, and the method for how to push yourself to change, which I feel like, yep, that is so true. And I'm definitely going to need that because remember I was telling you guys on Daily Stoic, like I'm a subscriber to the app application for my phone. So, you, you know, you can um, download it to your Mac. So I have it on my MacBook Pro and it was asking me questions today. It was like, what is something that you're thinking about? And I'm thinking about this workout program that I'm committing myself to <laughs> my girlfriends um it's called 645 and it's um six days a week 45 minute workout it's a brand new beach body program that they're gonna launch for coaches only on I don't know two weeks from like today I think and so um or Tuesday and so I am excited for it because I got to be a part of a exclusive call um, with him because um, anyway, it doesn't matter, but yeah, so I was there. And so he got to talk about it and ask, we got to ans ask questions and he gave us answers. And, you know, he did say, you know, this is really 
a program that he is focusing focusing on function functional movements and making sure that you have the right um what is it called you know moving in the right way i forgot how he said it um you know doing the moves correctly so that you don't injure yourself and that you're getting the most out of the moves so it's really about not speed which I think I like because when I did nine week control freak, it was like, um, you were doing, um, what is it called? Oh shit. I don't remember what it was called, but it's like, you're, you're doing a set amount of reps and, and certain moves and you're trying to get as many, um, rounds in. And so sometimes your form goes out and I injured myself. And so, um, you know, this one, it's like, I, I feel like from what he was explaining is that you take your time and you do the moves correctly and you're being mindful. And he said it's a very holistic approach and he wished that he had uh, created this program when his mother was alive. And, you know, I guess she passed away and she was obese and, you know, he wasn't, I guess he wasn't able to help her. And he felt like this program would be something that he would encourage his own mother to do. So if he would encourage his mother to do this, I feel like this is like a doable thing. So I don't think it's like a 45 minute of kicking your ass kind of a thing. Um, I think there's a little bit more to it. And especially like he explained that, like not explained, but he kind of mentioned that it's not 45 minutes of me kicking your ass because I saw my husband do his other program, which is called the work and that shit looked like a fucking boot camp, and I was like negatory. I'm not doing that. But when I got on the call, I t it totally changed my mind. So I'm very excited, but I'm also afraid that I might not commit to it fully or complete the program. But then again, there's a part of me where I'm like, okay, well, early last year during the pandemic, right, or like right before it, I was I, I committed myself to a 100 workout program and I actually finished it. I was even doubling up. So if I can do an hour of working out or whatever it is, right? Um, I can do a 45 minute workout six times a week. You know what I mean? So anyway, but there's that, but there's that me, you know, thinking and hesitating and, and whatever. I forgot why I brought it up, but anyway, um, Oh, look at this one. Okay, so I have a flag here. We've repeated this pattern of hesitating, worrying, and doubting ourselves so much that these actions are now habits that have been encoded in our brains. How true is that, right? And then lastly, I'm on like the last page now, and it says, um, I put a bracket on this, so I guess I liked it. Um, the rule will work. The rule will work every time you use it, but you have to use it. It's a tool. If you stop using it, fear and uncertainty uncertainty will creep back in and take control of your decisions. If that happens, just start using the rule again. And then she said, you will see the bullshit you put yourself through every day and how much precious time you waste waiting for things to change. So freaking true, right? And then it's, what else did I highlight? You'll become the person you're meant to become in this next phase of your life. And that is it. So that's chapter three, guys. And my takeaways from it. And I'm definitely going to be using that rule when that new workout program comes out. 
because it's always the the beginning you know the start where it's the hardest to show up but once you get into it it's almost like pushing a car you know that's dead you start off and it's hard to push it but once it's you get that momentum then it just goes right so uh, anyway i'm just thinking about it not really talking myself out of it but i'm definitely gonna have to use the rule to get myself to show up for it It is Wahine Preneur Wednesday. So I'm gonna be sharing this week seven mistakes entrepreneurs make. The first one, yeah, we're just getting straight into it, is not sharing what you're doing with others enough. I feel like a lot of us um, feel like sharing is a bad thing. Um, because you hear that a lot, sharing is selling, sharing is selling. While it is, um, sharing is also caring. (laughs) Let's be real. So you're sharing with others because you care, right? So you're like, shit, I like this thing so much. Like, I want to share this with you because you need it in your life. Um, Number two is people are too afraid to invite their friends or their family to join them. And... It's because they're afraid of judgment. They're afraid of, you know, being rejected or people saying, oh, my God, you know, whatever they're going to say. Do it any fucking way. Number three, being inconsistent. Um, I feel like inconsistent, like I've been very inconsistent with my Beachbody business over the past six weeks I would say and I this is the the slowest my business has ever been this is the first time um that I've probably not been in my top 10 um for my 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 uplines team and um it's because I'm being hella inconsistent I'm not posting regularly to my story about what it is that I'm doing um number four is not being proof of the product so you know, you can you can talk about this makeup thing, but if you're not showing people that it's actually covering up your makeup or your, your acne scars, or you're not showing people um, how your tea clears your skin or whatever it is, right? How your sage bundles um, actually cleanse your home, whatever it is, right, that you do. Um, then nobody's going to want it. Do you know what I mean? Because you have to show proof that your product does what you say that it does. And sometimes, no, I'm going to say most of the time, you are going to be your own testimonial. It's good to have other people's testimonials, but if you're not doing it yourself, assess. Uh, Number five is forgetting to do personal development every single day. Um, that has been a game changer. I noticed that when I stopped reading, um, cause I'm a big personal development type of person. I, I could just eat that up all day long. Um, but when I stopped, I noticed that my mental health like also went down, um, and felt, I don't know what people would call depressed. I don't like to call it that, but I just say that so people know what I'm talking about. But, um, that that's really important is making at least 10 minutes every single day and that's one thing i really love about beach body is because that is one of the four vital behaviors is to um do personal development 
whether it be listening to a podcast or reading for 10 minutes. And honestly, I would just do both if you're going to listen to a podcast um, and then read as well. And make sure that you're reading a book that totally applies to you, something that you need help with, not something that you already know or do. Number six is doubting themselves. This is a, a big mistake that entrepreneurs make. They doubt themselves way too much. And it's like, if you're not confident in yourself, then why would be, why would other people be confident in, in buying something from you, right? So you need to be confident in yourself, in your product, and speak from a place of confidence because if you're always doubting yourself, like, oh, yeah, I think I might do this workout program, but I don't know if I'm going to finish the calendar. Like, that's what you're speaking into existence. So even if you're not completely sure, because nobody's really, well, I shouldn't say that, but we can't really tell the future. Do you know what I mean? Um, but really, it's just choices that we make every single day. So if you're doubting yourself, that's kind of what you're, you're making the choice that, that you're not going to do it, right? Because you're saying that. Um, and then the last one is not celebrating their accomplishments. Um, I feel like people are conditioned to think that it's not okay to celebrate yourself because then it makes you conceited or full of yourself or whatever. And that's not true. Like flex. Do you know what I'm saying? Flex it. Um, shout yourself out. Tell people that you ranked up. Tell people that you made your first sell. Tell people whatever that you're going on a fucking trip that you earned. Um, I think that's a big deal because it shows people that a normal human being like you um, is can can do these things, you know, um, and it makes it relatable to others. And then you might kind of inspire them to also become their own boss because working a nine to five sucks. day I tweeted about how I did a meditation and I got this download and I wanted to document it somewhere but I didn't feel like writing it down and I needed to do it before I forgot <laughs> what came to me and so I wrote it and it, I put humanity will revert to ancient consciousness the Schumann resonance blackout was like the earth flatlining and she's being born again and somebody asked me to expand on ancient consciousness and to me um, you know ancient civilizations lived in accordance with the earth and I feel like they were much more advanced than us. And so I think a lot of people are starting to wake up to this, you know. You're noticing a lot of people not wanting to um, do everything that the government says, you know, because it's like they're being super sus. And so I think like a lot of people are also starting to grow their own food because they want to be more dependable, like depend on themselves or independent and not so dependable on the government providing us food that's actually good for us. And living sustainably, right? A lot of people want to do that. So um, that's what our kupuna were doing. They were, they were independent. They lived off of the aina. They believed in the whole concept of like, if you 
if you love the aina or you malama the aina, you take care of the aina, the aina is going to take care of you back um, because it's it just makes sense, right? It's like an even exchange of energy. And right now, we're not. We're not taking care of the aina. We're not living into in accordance with the earth. And we're seeing an uptick in storms and they're like super storms um and i think it's because like she knows what she needs to do and she's gonna clear it out because we're basically like fucking parasites on a cell you know or yeah whatever you want to say on the body of the planet and she's trying to detox herself and then i also did talk about the schumann resonance so it was blacked out for quite a while and if you don't know what the schumann resonance is it is a frequency um, emitted by the earth and a lot of people believe it's the earth's heartbeat and so it's constantly you know she's she's got this frequency and it's been very active lately there's been a lot of upticks or spikes in the frequency um, and for a few days it was it was out like it was blacked out like there was nothing and then it came back online and um since then it's been pretty active and so i don't know what that meant but what i think it means from according to that download i got was that it's almost like a new earth um she was reborn again or something you know she flatlined died in a sense and was reborn again and so now we have this new earth so it makes me want to read that book i bought it and never really opened it and read it by what's that guy's name i can't find it right now but it's called new earth by something totally whatever the hell his name is um so i want to read it i need to gosh I'm so bad right when you buy books and you don't even read it so but yeah i want to read it i'm i but i'm gonna wait until i'm done with the five second rule because i'm not the type where i can read a bunch of books i kind of get mixed up so anyways i don't know i wanted to share that with you guys um on this segment i don't really have a name for this segment it's usually at the end where i kind of talk about weird stuff but um i think this all ties in with the episode of you know just becoming more conscious and making better choices that are good for the aina good for the for the planet which will be good for the people that live here and um you know not being reckless like that saggy energy sometimes gets a little reckless you know we're talking about that not that all sagittarius are reckless it's just one of the negative traits of that energy and so i feel like we as humans are kind of being reckless we make a lot of waste we're very um self-centered in a sense and we don't really think about the planet much most people i i'm guilty of it too you know and so i think we just need to be a little bit more conscious and have that ancient ancient um consciousness of living with the earth not just living on it If you enjoyed this episode, share them with your mother, your father, your auntie, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your neighbor, and all your holoha on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and kanakabudikal.com.